Welcome to Dafmim Hey of Lakotei Tera, Sefer Vayikra Parshas B'chukaisai, and the Maimah will first will learn will be uh, quite uh, kabbalistical deep, and then uh, be an explanation which will uh, help explain the uh, some of the ideas in in a more uh, sort of easily uh, ex- uh, receive receivable um, style. Uh, we'll continue for the next following two daf after today. Okay, so it's Parshas B'chukaisai. The Pasuk says at the beginning of the Parsha, Im B'chukaisai Teilechu, that uh, if you follow the Chukim, the laws of the Torah, then you'll have all blessings, and if not, then things won't go well. Now, the Gemara says that, Ein Im that whenever the Torah says Im, it is, Hashem is asking us, is begging us, please. Uh, so, should be understood as, please follow my laws. And the Gemara proves this from a Pasuk. So, what is this idea that Hashem is begging us to follow his laws? Another question. There are different ways that we could talk about the laws of Hashem. Uh, but the word chosen is chukim, b'chukaisai. And uh, chukim relates to uh, laws that, uh, that uh, Hashem, laws which I have already instituted for you, shechakakti lochem, the Gemara says, and this word chakakti, uh, implies uh, it comes from it comes from the word engraving. So we need to understand why we use the word for mitzvahs, which relates to in being engraved. Um, thirdly, it says, "If or please uh, follow my chukim, my engraved laws." Uh, but it uses the word teilechu uh, if you go in the ways of my laws. It doesn't say if you observe my laws. So we need to understand that as well. Now. Uh, Torah is within Torah. There's the oral Torah and the written Torah. Now, within the written Torah, there's different types of writing. You can either write like with ink and a pen, or you can write by engraving. And that's how the luchos were. The luchos, the the um, uh, two luchos that Moshe brought down were engraved. Of course, the difference is that with engraving. The letters are part of the stone itself, whereas uh, with uh, writing, the ink is something separate, which is on top of the paper or on top of the parchment. And uh, so, so Torah in general is Torah Shavuqsav, the written Torah. But then there's this high level where it's actually engraved Torah. Now, the, the Zayah says that there are three things that, that are all bonded together. There's or three, there's Hashem, the Jewish people, and Torah. And every, uh, every Jew has these two levels, the same two levels as, as Torah, the written Torah and the engraved Torah. So every Jew has that inside himself as well. Now, the core difference between a yid versus a malach versus an angel is that the angel whatever level he was created in that's the level he stays at whereas our neshamas our souls 
are always moving. And that's the meaning of the Pasuk. I'll put movers, meaning the Neshamas, between these people who just stand like a statue. So the angels, they just stand still, whereas we in the Neshamas, the souls, are always moving and elevating. So uh, the angels, they were created in a certain way uh, from Hashem's speech. And what when we say Hashem's speech, Hashem doesn't have any attributes of a physical uh, body. Or, or So how do we describe it as speech? So what we mean is uh, that, that speech is something separate and outside of the person. And... A word will never change to a different word. Speech is stuck in the way it is, and that's how the angels are, where some angels are uh, predisposed towards uh, serving Hashem out of love and others out of reverence. But whatever they are, they will stay that way forever. Whereas the neshamas, the souls of Yisrael, come from Hashem's thought, and thought easily moves from one thought to another thought. It's like a fountain that's constantly flowing and, and developing from one thing to another. And uh, this is like the river that comes out of Aden, of uh, the Garden of Eden. So the, the Torah describes it as there's a river that comes out of Aden to give water for the gun for the garden, meaning that Aden is the highest level and then a river comes out of it and that waters the garden. So this uh, river is constantly flowing and that represents... Uh, the Aden is uh, the the source of <coughs> the source of Chachma, and uh, then it it uh, develops through uh, to uh, to uh, give uh, sustenance to the garden. The garden is the Gimel uh, Nun, the Gan fifty three of the Torah. And this is, and it's sustained through the river. Now, it says that about our we the pasuk says that uh, that the, our forefathers came from the other side of the river. So, meaning that they're beyond the Nar, beyond the river, which we uh, compare the river to Machshava to thought, which is constantly flowing. Within thought, there's actually two levels. Like we see that when the Torah talks about our thought and Hashem's thought, it says our thought is not like Hashem's thought. It uses the plural. Our thoughts are not like Hashem's thoughts because there's two types of thought. There's the lower thought, which is uh, which is thinking in words, like thinking thinking as we would speak, just that it's in your mind. And then there's thinking, which is ideas where there's no visible uh, words. There's no noticeable words. Now, uh, when the when the Pirkei says that the world that world, the world was created with Asarim Amaris with ten utterances, and it could have, could have been created with one utterance, so then that one utterance is thought the way it's involved in that it it, it parallels speech, just that it's in thought, but it still has words. And uh, that's where uh, where everything it says Hashem scans every, every all creation with uh, one scanning. 
But then there's the higher machshava, the higher thought, which is just the concept beyond words. And that is like the level of engraving. Uh, where the the uh, it you don't have separate ideas set separate the, if they when, when uh, an idea comes into words then it becomes separate from the person himself whereas when it's just the idea so then it's one with the person and uh, therefore because it's one with the person it's less limited and it's able to develop and move uh, to expand his avo yira his his love or reverence to hashem uh, unlike angels who can't do that and until he until he reaches the the highest level of thought which is uh, compared to avehanor the other side of the river uh, which is uh, the ultimate uh, flow, flowing and movement without any limits. Okay, that ends Aleph. Now, base. So when do we have this flowing of uh, our love to Hashem? So that's at the time, that's when we daven. And uh, before we say Shemayna Esrei, we, it, it was instituted that we should say Psuke de Zimra. And the brachas uh, before and after, before uh, and and uh, then eventually we get to Shemayin Esrei. Now, uh, we daven three times a day, which uh, was established by the Avos, our forefathers, Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, and Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov correspond to Chesed Gvura and Tiferes, which are otherwise known as Gedula Gvura and Rachamim, the greatness, severity, and mercy, uh, and. Now, there are many psukim that explain uh, and give us meditations in Hashem's greatness that will bring us to a love of Hashem and other psukim that uh, will bring us to a reverence of Hashem and then others that will bring us to uh, feeling, to to uh, uh, to recognizing Hashem's great uh, mercy upon us. And... Uh, when uh, the idea of mercy is that it can connect the highest to the lowest, that uh, someone very high can have Rahmanas, can have mercy on someone who's far removed from him, and the only connection is that he has mercy on him. Uh, so, uh, so that uh, and uh, all creation is uh, is. Uh, only a ha'ara from Hashem, it's only a ray from Hashem, it's not Hashem himself. Like the Pasuk says, that his glory is on earth and heavens. In other words, it's not Hashem himself, it's only his glory. And Eretz is, um, earth represents Mamale, Hashem's light, as it fills the world and it, it nurtures the world uh, each uh, level according to how much of Hashem's uh, energy it can take in. And then heavens represents Sevev, Hashem as he is surrounding worlds and beyond worlds. But even Sevev is only a ray from Hashem. And therefore, uh, we can in there can be rachmanos. There can be mercy on uh, on all cre- uh, on uh, 
both the what is the, the light of Hashem, which is Mamali, that is limited in, in order to fill worlds, to be within worlds, and even on Seva, because both of them are not Hashem's essence. So when a person uh, thinks about this, so then he'll uh, want to uh, lift himself and w- uh, his uh, with his uh, his whole being and his character to Hashem, and like the pasuk says, "Elech Hashem so that to you, Hashem, I lift my soul. Now, Ava Yira and Rachmanos, love, love, uh, reverence, and uh, mercy uh, are the uh, qualities of the three Avas, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and the three Avas are uh, are three of the uh, seven shepherds that that uh allow, that uh, provide that allow the uh Jewish people who are their flock uh to uh, elevate to closer to Hashem uh day by day now of the three others the one who had the most difficult time raising his children in a way the most hard uh, incidents with the children uh, was Yaakov. This is now over the page, third column of Memhei. Yaakov represents Rahmanus, uh, mercy, and uh, it, it, it says that uh, that Karoya uh, Edra, like a shepherd who, uh, like uh, one who shepherds his flock, Yira Bizroya, Yira, he will um, uh, shepherd Bezroya, Kabitz Tlaim, in his arm, he will collect uh, lambs of a Cheka Yisa Olesinal, and uh, in his uh, uh, bosom, he'll lift and uh, uh, lead the young sheep. So now, This lifting up of the uh, flock to Hashem is uh, like in davening where we lift ourselves up to Hashem. Now, going back to the Pasuk, so we said that im means please, that that uh, I, we, that uh, Hashem is beseeching, Hashem is begging, please may it be that that just uh, chukosei should be enough that, uh, that through... And we shouldn't need anything besides uh, davening, where we uh, connect Hashem in this in this uh, deep way, like engraving, uh, and uh, and engraving is uh, like where, where the writing is the, is from the essence of the stone itself. So it's like the avos who come from Avahanor from beyond the river, past the river, which is represents the high level machshava, which is beyond where, which is uh, thought, but not thought as as it is in letters, but thought as it is in ideas, where where the letters are not noticeable. And and when and and what we're the what we're. Hashem is uh, saying, may it be that we should go in Telecho, that we should go in the way in the ways of the of Chukim, meaning of this deeper connection where we're one uh, with with Hashem. But that's not where our body is at. 
our body is a physical body and it doesn't relate to this level of engraving where we're one with Hashem. And in order to, to be at that state, so it takes, we have to protect um, our Kali, our vessel that we're able to take uh, that, uh, it, we're able to uh, to take in this uh, uh, this uh, godly connection, and that is the meaning of the second half of the pasuk. It starts off in then goes on and you'll protect my mitzvahs. So the the mitzvahs are divided into the positive mitzvahs and the negative mitzvahs. Now the negative mitzvahs are about se- separating uh, the us from the bad, and then the positive mitzvahs they're like the limbs of uh, Hashem, which are like vessels. Every limb can, is a vessel for a certain uh, power, a certain ability. So the eye is a vessel for the power of vision, and the ear for the power of uh, hearing, etc. And then also all of them are vessels for the general life force of the body. So in a similar way, the mitzvahs are vessels for godly life force. And uh, the, the mitzvah, for example, uh, which relates to the mind, is a vessel for uh, the for. Uh, Sorry, it's a vessel for the uh, energy for the content that comes from the mind, and similarly uh, with uh, with uh, Hashem. So our mitzvahs are a vessel for that light which comes from uh, from uh, from the chachma, and uh, this is uh, similar to uh, what it says in the Megillah that Yain Malchus Rav Kiyada Melech that there's a lot of wine, uh, like with the generosity, of royal generosity, there's a lot of available and it just needs, there's a lot of light of Hashem. And that's all the content behind the mitzvah, but it needs a vessel to hold it. Now, the, uh, the uh, term mitzvahs could be divided into uh categories and into details for example within Torah you have Mikra which is Tanakh and you have Mishnah then Gemara and uh, and uh, other parts of Torah similarly mitzvahs can be divided into different groups and that's the meaning of what, what it says in the Megillah together with Yain Malchus it wrote the royal wine it also taught, it, it goes on kalim mikalim shanim that on offer at this royal feast was vessels of different types and this is to to uh, to hold hashem's light that that's the spiritual meaning of these kalim these vessels and the spiritual meaning of wine is wine is about revelation that when you drink wine the secrets come out so that represents revelation of uh, secrets and uh it wine also creates passion which normally that passion stays within the heart of the person the person's reserved he doesn't show his his uh, full passion and what he's really feeling but then it comes out uh through uh, wine which is the uh, mitzvahs and, and that album of that hidden love of Hashem comes out 
and uh, to, that the Nisham wants to go back to its source, which is uh, beyond uh, uh, Mamale and beyond even Sovev. And uh, when we do a mitzvah, so that, that mitzvah is a, a, it's a keli for Hashem's light, which, uh, which uh, it then can bring the person back to, uh, to go beyond, the, uh, uh, beyond uh, the regular light of Hashem shining in the world in a way of Rotsi and sure that Rotsi is that he's trying to jump beyond the world and then shove to bring Hashem's light back into the world. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk in, in our parish. And it says, Hashem says, I will walk among you, uh, that, uh, that uh, Hashem, Hashem will, will, will uh, uh, come down to us and and be for, for us as a God. And this is this is through mitzvahs, which are a keli, a vessel for Hashem's light. So, so when we do the mitzvahs, so then uh, the mitzvahs uh, bring the, uh, the, the uh, they preserve the wine, like it says that es mitzvah that you guard the mitzvah, so it preserves this wine, which represents the uh, the passion that we have within us for Hashem, and then that comes out like like when we just like physically when a person drinks wine, so then they're less reserved. So so, so to this uh, ava, this inner love that we have to Hashem comes out. And then we're no longer stationary like an angel that is at a high level but never advances, but instead we're able to advance. And therefore, because we're advancing, therefore we uh, can be touched by, it, it can hit, it hit us, uh, this uh, real, uh, spiritual realisation can hit us and cause, uh, cause us uh, to cry uh, like it says, uh, in Sheremalis, uh, it, it says that he will go along weeping. So when we're moving, we're going, then we could be weeping uh, out of uh, this mercy and Rahmanus feeling this pity on the Neshama that it's been thrown down into the this uh, mark and how, we've, how we have been and our Neshama has been distanced from Hashem. But then the crying is temporary, and then, like the pasta continues, but Yahweh that he will come back with song because uh, serving Hashem is ultimately with uh, with simcha, with joy, maybe temporarily with uh, feeling crying or, feel, or feeling bitter, but ultimately it's with joy. And it and uh, the the same pasuk says Noisi Meshachazara talks about carrying the valuable seeds, and this is reminiscent of the other pesukim of a Yisa, uh, or uh, uh, or the pesukim where we uh, that we say that davening is Hashem Nafshi so that I'm lifting my soul to Hashem when I daven. So again, talking about carrying uh, to lift us to uh, to uh, 
beyond the river, like we said, that the Aves uh, come from beyond the river, which represents the high level of Machshava, thought where you don't notice the letters, just the contents. And uh, so we, we've got to always strive for this uh, to, to rise beyond and not to be satisfied even if we're at a very high level, but if we're at a stationary level, that's not enough. And uh, we should follow the injunction of the Torah, the command of the Torah, be holy because Hashem says, you be holy because I am holy. That we can all uh, strive to, to rise in holiness and, and closeness to Hashem. And this is all through mitzvahs that, uh, like we said, it, it preserves the wine, which, which is the idea of bringing out our inner um, soul. And then the uh, brachas continue in Bechakai, say that that the uh, earth will give forth its uh, produce. So that represents uh, the it's going from the earth up, the earth bringing forth its produce. And then the, the, the trees will give forth its fruit. That represents from above down. And... Uh, and uh, it, it, the uh, Pasuk says in I'll um, uh, command my blessing that when you keep Shemitah then uh, you, you'll have a blessing and you'll have enough produce and um, and uh, this relates to uh, the meaning of brachas in general whenever we say Baruch HaTashem, bless you Hashem as we'll explain in the beer of the of the uh, this ends the mimer itself. Now we go on to the beginning of the beer. So, uh, first of all, what is this idea of that uh, that it the possible links going with chukim, which chukim uh, uh, are related to uh, letters that are engraved? So, what's the connection between this? When we talk about chukim uh, mitzvahs as they relate to engraved letters, we use specifically the word teleichu, you shall go. So he explains there's a difference between written word and uh, engraved word. That uh, just as uh, physically with the written word, there's the ink and the, the uh, paper or parchment and the two separate things. Even though they stick together and they become like one, uh, and you can't have the letter with just ink. The link, the letter is only ink and the paper together. But still, they are two separate things. So, and uh, only that they they uh, have to come together in order to create words. And that's like a garment, which is separate from the person, although the garment may fit like a glove on the person. Uh, and even if he's wearing the, this garment the whole time, but still it's a separate thing from the person. On the other hand, an engraved letter, the engraved letter is part of the stone itself. So it's not only a garment, but it's part of the essence of the stone, even though it's not uh, the same as before the engraving, 
that it loses some of its luster. Now it, it, it's in the shape of a specific letter, so it's not just simple like it was before. But still, it even although something new has been created, but it is still part of the stone itself because all there's there's nothing you added you've only cut into the stone shaped the stone <laughs> and yes it you've given the stone a specific form but still it is one thing with the stone beyond the garment final paragraph for here Nate. Now, this is a, a metaphor to help us understand physically, but the point is for us to uh, develop this uh, idea spiritually as well uh, and relate it to the luchas, which were engraved in the, the words of the luchas were engraved in the luchas. So we need to understand the spiritual meaning there, and we'll explain that later. Uh, but first, uh, we'll explain what is written word and engraved word mean spiritually. Now, the, the person, humans are called medaber. They're called uh, people, beings who speak. And right at the beginning of creation where it says that Hashem created nefesh chaya, live soul, Unculus translates it as ruach mamala, speaking spirit. So, yes, speech comes from the soul and thought even more, is even more close to the soul, but still... Uh, speech is uh, more physical, and there's a, a air which uh, which uh, has to come out in order to produce sounds, and that's like something outside of the person himself. Even thought, which is uh, more refined, but still, when you think about specific words, that's also something foreign to the soul itself. Yes, it's more spiritual than speech. But still, it's, uh, it's still lower than the soul. And therefore, it's only a garment of the soul. And even when we think about words, that's on, uh, think in words, that's only a garment of the soul. And that's still considered written word. On the other hand, uh, when we... Uh, so now over to the memvav. When we... Uh, uh, so yes, uh, the the words of thought are higher than the words of speech, but they're still not the soul itself, and they're only like a garment. Uh, the only difference is that the machshava is like a garment that he always keeps on, where like a singlet or something, an undersh- undershirt. Whereas uh, uh, speech is like a garment that you you can take off and change it for something else. Despite that, when the person speaks, it is his very soul, his very being that is speaking. But still, the speech is something added on, something separate from the person himself. But that's just like the parchment. Without the parchment, the ink itself would not produce any letters. Uh, But still, the parchment and the ink are still two separate things. And uh, so, so when the when the person speaks, uh, so so without the soul, then there would be no speech. Just like without the parchment, there'd be no letters. But still, they're they're two separate things, like we explained. Okay, 
and we'll conclude there. Uh, and, uh, and then tomorrow we'll go on to the higher level of engraved words.